You don't exercise faith for what you can see. You exercise faith for what you can't see. Now, the whole point here is to get the understanding of who you are in Christ. Yes, you could identify, and there could be an argument that you're God's children. The only point is it's weak. Because as God's children, you have a different attitude about the relationship. The truth of the matter is you're the body of Christ. That puts it on a whole new level. Because see, there's nothing any higher. There's nothing any higher anywhere on this planet than the body of Christ. And once you start to receive that revelation and that you start to believe that. You get that in your thinking. You start thinking you're the body of Christ. It makes some difference in your attitude, and it makes a difference in the outcome. That's what you're looking for, is the outcome. Remember, most of the time, Christians are behind. They're not ahead. They're behind. Why are they behind? Because they, because of how they've been taught and how they've been trained. They wait until something happens, and then they want to get in action. God wants you to get in action before anything happens. Amen. You listen to me. Yes, you don't wait till something happens. Amen. You can prevent a lot of things from happening Amen. if you get ahead of the game. If you get beyond the curve. Don't wait for something to happen. Most Christians are praying all the time because something has happened. They're not praying because they don't want something to happen. They're not praying to be revealed something to stop it from happening. They're waiting for it to happen, and then they want to get on their get in their prayer plan, and they're behind. Oh, they can get some answers, and God will bless you, and He'll lead you out. But a lot of times you had no business going in there. You were behind because your plan was backwards, was not right. Okay? They wait until the need is present instead of being ahead, searching by the Holy Ghost. This statement, this statement has to be eliminated from your vocabulary. I can't. See, God can't override that. You get that into your belief that you can't, and you can't, and God will let you stay right there. And it's not his fault, it's yours, because you develop that in your belief system, and now whatever you believe is what you're saying, and you say you can't. All things are possible to him that believeth, God said, all things. There's nothing too big for God and you need to start putting that out there in the impossible situations. God's manif- God, God manifests himself supernaturally in impossible situations. Not possible. Amen. Not possible situations. You don't need that. You don't need supernatural impossible. Just like you don't need faith for what you can see. Right. Amen. Did you know that? You don't exercise faith for what you can see. You exercise faith for what you can't see. 
But here's the problem. If you develop your faith to the point, you can still see it. Nothing is impossible for you to see. It just won't be seen naturally. But you'll see it because you'll, you'll know it. Your knower will be engaged in everything you do. You just know it. You know it beyond the shadow of a doubt. You know it. The world hadn't run into too many Christians like that. But I think they're fixing to run into some. I think it's time for the body of Christ to wake up and start recognizing who they really are. There's nothing impossible. Okay? Um, I, I got to speed up this. Uh, we're going to start right here in Malachi, uh, the third chapter. Um, if you're familiar with this, you know, first of all, let's clear the air here and understand this has nothing to do with the law. This, has, this is the tithing scripture, okay? And not only that, see, that's where the mistake is made. It's the offering scripture. You understand? You've been reading Malachi lately? Malachi 3.10? Or starting in, in uh, verse... Um, 8, 8 through 12, said, I'll just read it to you in case you've been neglecting yourself here. Will a man rob God? That was a big question mark, see? Yet, you've robbed me, exclamation point. But, you say, wherein have we robbed you? And then God says the two main robberies, tithes and offerings. Tithes and offerings. Tithes and offerings. Say tithes and offerings. You want to you prosper? Tithes and offerings. Now this is a subject that's taboo. Any church that's run by the pew, any church where the pew runs a church, this is taboo because nobody wants to hear this. And that's why that's why the abundance is missing because this is the doorway right here. There's more, but here's, here's a good foundational doorway right here, okay? Two robberies occurred, tithes and offerings. This is where a lot of misunderstanding happens. First, not understanding the tithe. You hear all kind of weird things when people are describing the tithe. 50%, 80%. 5%, 2 2%, 1%. It's 10%, and that's it. And it doesn't belong to you or to me. It belongs to God. And he's allowing you and I to be stewards of it, and the sooner we get it back to him, the better off we're going to be. That's 10% of everything you receive. 10%. And then somebody wants to be wise. A wiseenheimer wants to say, is that gross or is that net? Really? Really, 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 really. You got some problems here already. Huh? You got serious problems already. 
so it's is it net is it gross is it under the law is it required for churches today you know listen to me if you're headed down that road if you're headed down that path I ain't got time to toot fool with you because you're not going to make it you're already trying to figure out how not to do something you ought to be figuring out how to do it. So you can't double up on your tithes. That's an impossibility. The tithe is 10% and it belongs to God. He won't take it away from you at all because there's something tied to it. There's something tied to you and myself when we actively get involved in this or something attached to it for us. Okay? Listen to this. Here's how it works. However you receive 10% belongs to God. He expects you to be given back to Him. The sooner the better. Why do you say that, Pastor? Because you keep it and you start getting tempted. The longer you hold on to God's part, the more temptation you have. You get, well, I have this need. So you're going to go over into God's part and fulfill your need. You've got a problem already. See, prosperity is so far out of your vision. Abundance is so far out of your vision. You need to get your eyes checked. You're headed in the wrong direction. Listen, God wants you to prosper. God wants you to prosper more than you want to prosper. But there is a protocol. There is a procedure. And you have to know what that procedure is. And you can't deviate from it and write your own rules. Okay, it's not too hard to do. Uh, He said... Whatever you, whenever you receive 10% belongs to God, He expects you to give it to Him, and sooner the better. Now, here's what happens when this is returned, or when it, next verse, verse 9, is when it's not returned. He said, you're cursed with a curse, for you've robbed me, even this whole nation. Then He tells you in verse 10, bring ye all the store, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. Not your house. The meat's not going to your house. Read that slower. The meat's not going to your house. The meat's going to his house here. This would be considered his house. When you tithe, the meat comes here. A lot of people misunderstand this and think it's going to their house. No, 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 no. God's take care of you. But he said up front, here's what happened. This is what happens first the tithe into the storehouse there will be meat in mine house and prove me herewith saith the Lord of hosts if I will not open up you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that's pour you out a blessing and that's not enough now listen to me I've taken a lot of time this morning there's seven words added to that tenth verse by the translators that messed up that whole verse they violated the law of, of translation It's okay to add words as long as you don't change the meaning of the statement. They changed the meaning of the statement with seven words. Who's got a 
King James Version that has a italicized uh, words in it. See, they've even stopped doing that now. The Bible that I have, my King James, doesn't isn't italicized. Huh? Count them. There's seven words that's italicized in that verse. And it changes the whole meaning of that verse. And I'm amazed. Well, I shouldn't be amazed because this is one of the most important verses in the Scripture and it's been monkeyed with. It's been tampered with by seven words. It doesn't say, it, it, it doesn't mean what it says that it means. So if you take those seven words out, I just read it to you in its, in its complete completed way. Listen to it. Here's what it says. I will not, <clears throat> saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, and that's not enough. So, let's get to the bottom line real quick. My time's running out. There's no, the major, I can't say it that way because I'd be wrong. The major involvement here is the tithes opens the window, doesn't push a thing out. Come on, you want to know all about this, I suppose. Do we have anyone in here this morning, you're not a tither and you would admit it? Is everybody here tithers? Huh? If everyone in here this morning, you're a tither, the windows are open because you opened them. By, your t- by returning the tithe to God, the windows of heaven were opened. Amen. But nothing came out. Just the windows were open. That verse doesn't tell you that anything comes out. He said, but that's not enough. What's supposed to come out? What comes out is your return on your offering. It's tithes and offerings, two things. The return is on your offering. And your offering return is based upon you, not God. The scripture plainly tells us this in more places than one. Okay? Um, Now, if you're trying not to do this by some means, like this is Old Testament or another law or doesn't belong to the church or it's not my responsibility, blah, 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 blah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even going there. Tithing has nothing to do with the law. It's a doorway of blessing to mankind. I believe that the tithe is valid in all dispensations. That's me. I'm not trying to find a way to get out. I'm trying to find a way to get in. So I'm going to get right to the point. You find it at times here as in, in the service, God supernaturally opens the door for an opportunity for giving or for sowing. The whole point is a farmer uh, will sometime go out and lease. He's, he's got all his under cultivation and something comes available and he will go out and lease a, a plot of property, a, a piece of land and, and to bring a greater harvest in. Well, if you'll understand, every now and then, God comes in here and gives you a piece of leased property. Amen. Supernaturally. 
Mom stands up and said, the Lord said we should receive an offering for da-da-da-da-da. Immediately, right away, you should understand that's a piece of lease property. God is putting it before me. Now it's time for me to sow in abundance. Because listen to me, here's the whole point here. How you put it in is how you're going to get it out. Now this has to be understood. Now this is one of the this is one of the majority of things in life that has an emotional attachment and that's money. Makes it more difficult to function in faith when you're emotionally tied to something because it's feelings and faith is beyond feelings. You have to move beyond feelings in faith. This is one of the one of the most difficult arenas to overcome. It's overcomable, it's doable. But you have to put you have to you have to want to. You have to have a desire. You have to know that you're going to. You're not going to try see somebody said, Well, I'll try it. Save yourself the trouble. See, you're already defeated because there's going to be pushback. Did you understand? Before there's any kind of breakthrough, there's always major pushback. I'm going to use this example and then I'm closing. Do you remember the woman with the initial blood? We've used her so many times. Have you ever taken the time to pay attention to what was going on in that woman's life? Or you just read through that and you don't pay attention to it. The woman heard about Jesus. She had this situation that she had spent all that she had and grew grew no better, only grew worse. She heard about Jesus and she makes her mind up that she's gonna go and she said herself, she said, if I can but touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. Now, let me ask you a question. Where is the hymn? Where is the hymn? Really? So what does that mean? That means that woman's got to get down and crawl on her hands and knees. It's not on his shoulder. It's not in his hands. It's not on his head. It's It's down on the ground. So before she can have a major breakthrough in her life, she's going to have to have major conflict. Not only is she got to get down and crawl on her hands and knees, I don't think there could be any pride involved now, do you? Huh? Not only that, the man that Jesus is talking to right on the scene is the the person that has the God-given right to have her killed on the spot because because of the law. The law said that this woman could not be seen in public in her condition with an issue of blood. Twelve years she's had this condition. And now she's at the major point of a breakthrough in her life and got the major conflict. Let me tell you a little secret. You start moving into the financial arena, you're going to get some major conflict. You're going to get some pushback. 
And if the pushback can stop you, it'll stop you every time. When you decide there's nothing, nothing can stop you, you're going to defeat this. You're going to enter into God's abundance. You're going to live the Zoe life because it's yours. See, God wants you to have life in abundance. Jesus said in John 10, 10, he came that you should have it in abundance. But you can't have it unless you follow the protocol, unless you follow the assignment. Just doesn't happen. Listen, if it was going to happen, everybody, everybody on the planet, every, everybody in the body of Christ would be living in abundance. And they're not. It's available. It's available. But you have to press through. You have to do about like this woman with an issue of blood. Okay? Anytime you're about to make a spiritual breakthrough, conflict, 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 conflict. Why? Because that's how Satan operates. And he's the God of this world. He knows what you're doing because you say some things out of your mouth. That get, he can't read your mind, but he, you say things out of your mouth. You live in a certain way. That's easy to understand. So the conflict is going to come. Anytime there's going to be a major breakthrough, there's going to be a conflict. The only thing is you have to decide, I don't care what the conflict is, I'm going to win. This is not going to stop me. I'm a winner. I'm not a, my wife and I committed to be a tither 40-some years ago. And then we learned that giving was the essence of living. You, you don't give your tithe. That's not yours to give. You don't have any, you, don't, you can't manipulate or you can't formulate or you can't get any return off the tithe. That's God's. What you need to, what you, what you have to formulate is the return on your Offering, you're giving the return. You're not. You don't give your tithes. So anytime somebody says give, you're not giving tithes. That's not yours. You can't do that. The sooner you understand it, the better off you are. Only thing you can give is what's yours. Ninety percent yours. Ten percent's God's. So the ninety percent you can give, and you can figure it this way. According to how you give is going to be how you receive. Just that simple. And then I like the part where it says, man will give unto your bosom. Hang on for the ride of your life. 